Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Perloff being pale. We were just talking about that. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions and fit your life, Rocky can. What up and welcome to Maggie and Perloff. I couldn't be happier today. I couldn't be happier because I'm about to be so right. <laughs> Dak Prescott is cleared. He's coming back. I've never felt better about my Cowboys bet Mm. that the Cowboys are going to make the playoffs. And it's not just about I'm going to be right because I do feel like he's going to play well and now the Cowboys are going to be a juggernaut. It is just everything that's going to come around it. I mean, they're going to crush the Lions. Let's be fair about that. They're seven-point favorites at home. But, I mean, even if they play conservatively, even if they open up the offense, either way, this is going to look a lot better. Cooper Rush... Did a phenomenal job up until the point when he met the Eagles and threw three picks. Now Dak Prescott comes back. This is going to be the Cowboys on a rocket ship. <laughs> they're four and two. Yeah. I think they're minimally better with Dak Prescott. Minimally. What? No. They, I mean, listen, they beat, uh, you look at their schedule. They beat the Commanders. They beat a beat up Rams team. They beat the Giants and they beat Cincinnati. All, some impressive wins in there, but they did it all by running and playing defense. Nowhere in there was passing. I think I think you have this expectation that Dak throwing the ball is going to help them. Yeah, the Lions and the Bears are next to opponents. Who cares? But if you're talking you, the way you're talking about them, like a juggernaut takeoff yep. spaceship. Yeah, I don't know if that th- this team is going to beat really good teams. I mean, it still feels like the same one and done playoff team to me. Wow, I think it's different because. The Cowboys found like a good formula here, right? Yeah. It can't beat the best teams like the Eagles, but they found a good formula like the run the ball with the defense. But clearly you need a better quarterback if you're going to rise to the level of beating the Eagles, beating the Bucks, you know, the, the better teams in the NFC, we think. So now you add Prescott. This is like adding an element to a team that had already figured out like a pretty much like a, like pretty much a winning formula, and now you're upgrading at the most important position but on the football field. Aren't you changing the formula? Depends. Depends how much they air it out. Like I don't think Dak Prescott obviously it's not going to have like a five thousand yard season. I mean he missed too much time first of all, but put that idea to rest. And I think now the Cowboys have shown you don't have to have that from Dak. Oh, by the way, the last time we saw Dak Prescott, he did have a rookie left tackle who was starting his first game at that position. Now that is more the the offensive line has come together, and Michael Gallup is back. Has it, though? 
I don't know. They didn't do anything against Eagles. They can't pa- pass protect that well. That's no, the wrap. They're on. really good running the ball. They're really good the running line the ball. Run protect. Yeah. So I just a little afraid. A little afraid that Mike McCarthy is going to see Dak Prescott be there and give up on the run. Does it has it entered your mind as a new Cowboys cheerleader that maybe they'll fall back on some old habits? <laughs> Dallas here? Cowboys cheerleader. That's a, a career spin. I didn't see. Um, I didn't see coming. Uh, no, I think that because they understand where now at least they can just take shots, right? You can take the shots when you want to take them when you feel like it's appropriate. But to be honest, like, let's look around the league. There's like three teams that even do explosive plays right now. Like the Bills, the Chiefs, like I don't even know who else. That This is how you are winning football games. I know that we've had some high scores and stuff like that, but don't get it twisted. The high scores doesn't necessarily mean that it's been all these explosive plays. And so... Like, the idea that now you went from a backup quarterback, granted, a high-end backup, I would call Cooper Rush, a high-end backup who can win you games, but now you go from that to maybe a top-10 quarterback in the league, of course this team's going to take off. It's going to look amazing. But do you think they're any different than the same team last year that beat up on all the bad teams, got 12-5, and made the playoffs, and went out? Are they going to learn lessons from that and really become, you know, the formula to win in the playoffs, run the ball, defense? It feels to me, and again... I'm much more negative on this team. Feels to me it's kind of the same thing as last year. Like nothing scares me about this team really. Well, I don't know what's going to happen come playoff time. Well, let's see how this looks the rest of the season because I think that the defense, I don't know if I can say they're a tick better, but they're obviously took on like the responsibility. Like, that became the identity right. of the Cowboys when when Dak Prescott was out and finding, you know, this ability with the run game does make them so much more dangerous. And so, yeah, I mean, listen, Dak's not like a huge turnover guy anyway. He's not like a high interception guy. So even when they open up the offense, quote unquote, you know, it's not really the type of risks like if you have, you know, Jameis Winston out there or something. Right. I think the question is, does Dak take them into the next level? And last year, he definitely did not. I mean, they just feasted on the Giants and the Commanders and the Eagles and won a b- bunch of bad games, then they didn't beat any of the good teams. Like, right. they lost to the Chiefs. They lost to the first round of playoffs. Cardinals. So, yeah. I would hope, if I'm a Cowboys fan, I hope they learn some real lessons here. Lean on Ezekiel Elliott. Lean on Tony Pollard. Yeah. Don't make the young line, the young parts of the line pass block. Let Micah Parsons feast. So, right. hopefully they learn from this, and they're a different team than the Dak Prescott team we've seen in the past. Okay, so, remember when Mike McCarthy left Dallas, right? Yeah. What was, like, basically, the, the knock on him was that he had gotten kind of conservative. Right. Left, they, left Green Bay. Left Green Bay. Yeah. Pardon me. Uh, when he left Green Bay, it's like he had he became conservative, right? Like they were not this like dynamic yeah. offense. And when you have Aaron Rodgers, how could you not you know take advantage of having this great incredible talent? But that might be exactly what the Cowboys need right now. Sort of pared down Mike McCarthy, just sort of very conventional mm. sort of offense. That doesn't mean you can't do fun stuff, but you can't just be predicated on like gadget plays and stuff like that. You've got Prescott now more than capable quarterback, bordering on elite, and this is like all the makings. It's got all the makings. All the I Put a Super Bowl bet on him. Come on, go so there, Maggie. The yeah. only thing that's keeping me from putting the Super Bowl bet on them is, A, it's a long season, and by that I mean, are the Packers going to get better? Are the Bucks going to look mm. better? And are the Rams going to look better? You know, I don't. I, I don't I don't know. That's yeah. the only thing that's keeping me from the Super Bowl bet. I already put the playoff bet in, so I'm I'm on the record, and I put the playoff bet in. And let's be fair, the Cowboys' margin for error is not very much. The Eagles are undefeated. 
And where did this Giants team come oh, from? That, I mean, yeah. out of nowhere, five and one, yeah. and already have a win over the Cowboys. That's true, but they're not going to be there, are they? At the end of the year, I mean, they're I three point I underdogs. Know. I don't know how they're doing this. <laughs> they're, they're three point underdogs at Jacksonville. I I, I think when Young you look at the NFC, on the road. Yeah, I mean, I like the comparison I heard for the Giants, who I'm definitely better on that three point. Jacksonville's a mess right now. Yeah, but, but people can't win there. Teams yeah. go there and lose. So. They're, the Giants feel like the Cardinals last year. They were mm. a huge start, yeah. but completely fell apart. Being 5-1 and one does not mean much. Last year, there were a lot of teams early. You know, the Panthers were 3-0 and oh last year. I think lost every single game after. <laughs> Fresh starts. Are, I mean, that's what we do. We overrate what we saw. Now, the Cowboys are not going to do I think the Cowboys are significantly better than the Giants. Um, I think they're definitely better. See, the one thing about the Cowboys, or excuse me, about the Giants, though, where I think they're not like the Arizona Cardinals is that the Giants, obviously the defense, they have a really awesome defensive coordinator who's with the Ravens for all those years, Wink Martindale, and they they seem to be really smart. Like, yeah. Daniel Jones is not this amazing quarterback, and they're finding ways. Yeah, I mean, listen, maybe the clock strike, strikes midnight on, you know, running the Wildcat and doing all these other weird things. Yeah, I, I mean, okay. Dallas I'm can just NFC be conventional. East, I'm an NFC East guy, like, the Eagles sort of scare me if I'm in the NFC, but I think everyone's going to catch up to this division. I, I think your Cowboys are going to win the next two games. They're going to go 6-2. Everyone's going to be over the moon about that. Into the that. bye, yep. Yeah, Rocket they're going to go 6 And then they play the completely... Sh- Come on. <laughs> you cannot possibly really call this a rocket ship if they beat the Lions and the Bears. I mean, listen, it will just it will just look like 6-2. <laughs> and two. That's all it's going to look like. you got to dig a little bit deeper. Who have the Eagles played? Uh, great point. I mean, great point. And I think secretly most NFL fans are like, oh, I don't know about that six and zero record. Eh, I see a lot of people saying the Eagles are like maybe the second best team in the NFL or third. Yeah, but do you feel strongly about it? Even Eagles fans are like, I don't know. You know, if we face the Chiefs or the Bills on a neutral field, that'd be a bad situation for the Eagles fans. <laughs> no, I just think this NFC East. They got the NFC, but they've played the NFC South. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, the AFC South. So they're yes. getting a lot of Colts and Titans and Jaguars. So they're going to have a good record because that's the worst division there is. Mm-hmm. I, I just I just feel like they're all kind of frauds. Eight, five, Except five. for the Eagles, who are, have a little more going on. I don't <laughs> buy it. I think the Cowboys are going to win 11 games and not be scary at all. Interesting. 855-212-4CBS, yeah. 855-212-4227. Are you with me? And that the Cowboys are about to be a rocket ship, man. Just like hang on for the ride. About to go zero gravity on this thing. Are you more with Perloff? Still not a believer that this team has that extra gear, that they could be that much better. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Want to hear you early and often. Uh, Also, quickly, Thursday night football this week. I know we've all become accustomed to this game really stinking. Um, Still no quarterback yet being announced for the New Orleans Saints. Is this like trying to outsmart your opponent, maybe a little gamesmanship, or do you uh, think they're really just like flipping a coin between Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston right now? I just hope, or maybe Taysom Hill. I hope it's not Andy Dalton. Right, you re- love Andy. You're friends with Andy. Yeah, so, You've written all these things with Andy. Uh, I want Michael Thomas is out. Jarvis Landry's out. Uh, tight end Adam Troutman is out. Uh, Andres Pete, the left guard, who's a really good offensive lineman, out. And the other thing, too, is Mark Slattimore's out. Even if Andy has a great game, like he kind of had a really good game against Cincinnati, yeah. that defensive secondary, not only are the dumbest defensive secretary <laughs> of all time, they're all so time. bad. <laughs> I mean, they they make so many mistakes. They have more blown coverages than the Browns. And the Browns oh, wow. are the biggest blown coverage team I've ever seen. Every single game, 
they let 60-yard touchdowns go like they're giving away candy on Halloween. I do not want Andy out there. Yeah, well, This is a disaster <laughs> of a team. Yeah, bad secondary. Probably not a good day for the Cardinals then to get DeAndre Hopkins back, which they matter. are going to get tonight. They could have Mike Samter and Stu running for a route. <laughs> the cornerbacks would trip into each other. Uh, they're, they're so bad, and they, they can't protect the lead. That, I, Andy played really well. They lost 30-26 to 26 to the Bengals. You telling me you got twenty six points out of that offense with no players there and you can't win a game? I, I I'm very fan here. Yeah, <laughs> but I know the we Cardinals. Were, we, you don't want Andy to play because you don't want a potential L going on his all time wins loss record. Uh, no, I just think he's going to look bad. And I mean, you guys know something about Andy in prime time, right? Oh, is he Kirk Cousins? <laughs> he makes. Kirk, well, I remember all he the makes playoff Kirk games. Cousin looks like. Tom Brady. <laughs> oh, no. He's 0 and 11 in his last 11 primetime, road primetime games. He's due. Uh, there's, I think he's lost more road games by double digits than any quarterback of this. I mean, you have to be pretty good to play in 17 <laughs> road primetime games. I guess. So, well, so there's he, a good thing. At least the Cardinals are also very bad at home. So maybe yeah. like those well, two Kyler's, things cancel each other out. Kyler's 0 and 3 in primetime. So he's not good in primetime either. I mean, Cousins and Alder historically the worst two primetime guys. Man, I we feel I feel like we give cousins all of the shade about primetime. Should we call this like the Andy Dalton award? There's trust me, there there's a lot out there on Dalton. I know. Primetime. I guess we haven't just thought about Andy yeah. Dalton a lot in general. Um, uh, no he's a four time Pro Bowler, but don't be too <laughs> yeah. um yeah. a while ago. No, I, I wow, if I you're know, Andy if but. you're Andy, you do want to play tonight. My question is if Jameis Winston is healthy, isn't he the starter? Isn't that how it goes? Uh, yeah, but what, what percentage, right? Is James, James had a back, I believe. Yeah. I mean, broken back. (laughs) You could see that sort of like, do they really want 70% James out there with no receivers, no tight end? Uh, I don't know. I would, I put Andy out there just to not, not make James have to figure all that out. No way, Andres Pete. Would you? Why would you put a partially injured quarterback out there? Well, it depends who I think gives me a better shot to win. You know, do I think that Jameis Winston, the upside of him? Not that Andy has a bad arm or anything, and Andy runs the offense fine. He he runs a good offense. You're right. His numbers have been totally fine. He is not the reason why they've lost games. Um, but Jameis is like all potential upside. Yeah, and a lot of downside. I don't know. Jameis in that offense, also, he's never, he hasn't quite exploded yet in that offense. Yeah. He's never, he hasn't had his big games yet. He was not good early in the year. I don't know. A partially healthy Jameis, why would you do that? Well, Andy's he's hurt. Andy's hurt too. So. I saw that, that he was limited in practice yeah. on uh, Monday and Tuesday or whatever. Let me see outside the box idea. Okay. Your defense is terrible. Yeah. You have no receivers. Okay. Taysom Hill time. Oh, just wildcat. Just run this? it out. Wildcat the whole darn thing. Why not? You've won. You, I think he was four and one his first year as a starter. You could clearly win with him. Yeah, there's some. There's like a bias against making him the actual starter in a game. It's always he's the guy coming in. Yeah, know? I mean, I, I think they like it happened. that way. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Well, there was that sentiment that he was going to be the starting quarterback coming into. Was it two years ago? Yeah, remember they gave him a contract that yeah. turns out was not guaranteed at all. It was like not basically worth the paper it was printed on. But it was like here we sign Taysom Hill to this long term deal that's not long term at all. Wait, are you talking about the one that had two different sets of salaries? Yeah. One was tight end, one was quarterback. Uh, I don't remember. So that his last one. one, he gets about ten million dollars to be a tight end, forty million if he starts a quarterback. So there's a reason not to play <laughs> yeah. the quarterback. But then you know, we'll call that an incentive for the front office. Yeah, I think this is a great Taysom Hill game. I would totally start Taysom. And I, I don't know, Dennis Allen is completely clueless. By the way, to be a defensive guy who's taking over for Sean Payton and your defense gets worse. Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of he's, sense. He's totally got one and none written all over him. I'm sorry. No one's even cares. No one's mentioned Dennis Allen. I haven't heard a single analyst discuss Dennis Allen. 
But he's in big trouble. If he loses tonight, like, what are the Saints? I mean, I think there's a lot of one and done on the Saints. I yeah. think that, well, I mean, you can't call it one and done because he's been with the organization for a long time, but I think Dennis Allen is not long for this job. Uh, Jameis, I think they gave a two-year deal to. I don't know if he's long for this job, though, as a starter. Yeah. Couldn't you see the Saints drafting a quarterback? Uh, absolutely. Now, th- by the way, almost all this can be said for the other side as well. They're in real trouble up there. They're in real trouble, but I don't think they're drafting a quarterback. Not after you just no, no, paid no, no, Kyler no. Murray. But uh, the coach, I mean, Cliff Kingsbury in Arizona. Yeah. I mean, this would be a bad time for him to embarrass himself and lose to a beat up team, even though he's beat up as well. Not he personally, his, his <laughs> roster. Is I anyone mean... going to watch this? We just painted a picture of the worst game ever played. Oh, worst game ever played. We just watched a Monday night. Yeah. We just watched a Thursday night last week that would easily be in the running for worst worst game. These games are so bad. I kind of agree with with uh, with Al Michaels. Like at some point, they're so bad they're good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just kind of want a close game because then you can at least laugh if it's bad. But I, I'm telling you, Saints, Taysom Hill. Heard it here first. All right. We'll see if maybe someone in New Orleans is listening to us. Sir Andrew Perloff, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. I'm actually, I'm not knighted or anything, but sorry. I mean, with an idea like that. Yeah. I mean, I might be the next. <laughs> we, should, we should see if we can make it happen. I could be the next prime minister of England, depending <laughs> you, on what that happens. That job is open. Right? Yeah. And apparently you can just hold it for like 40 days or so. I bet she's going to get a great book deal out of this whole thing, too. Yeah, I know very little about her. I, I think I missed 40 days ago when she took over. <laughs> I felt a little embarrassed about that. How dare you not know the prime minister of the UK? Liz Truss. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I knew Boris Johnson. What happened to that dude? Yeah, I think he rode a bicycle <laughs> off a cliff or something. 855-212-4CBS. Uh, I know Russell Wilson's going to play the Jaguars in London in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> that you know. Now, no clue who's running the country, you but you know when, go- the, when the start time is. Yeah, you think whatever's going on in the political party is ugly? Wait till Russ <laughs> <laughs> arrives on that coast. With his oh Subway sandwiches. Yeah, that is gonna Jaguars-Broncos in London, 9.30 a.m. could be the worst game. We might have... Five field goals that hit the crossbar. It's going to be so ugly. <laughs> I mean, do the people in England, do they not get it? We hate you. Clearly, we hate you. Yeah, Look at Ger- the games we keep sending over there. Do we get a triple doink, maybe? Triple doink. Yeah. And you know, Germany. It's the get, metric system. Germany <laughs> gets <laughs> Tom Brady. Different. The week after. It's either the week after. The week Germany after. gets Brady. And meanwhile, England's yeah. got to be like, we've been hosting these games for years. You never gave us Brady. What's well, a 40 yard field goal in meters? <laughs> they don't know the difference in, in England, by the way. They're so used to seeing the Jaguars that they assume <laughs> that's what NFL football is <laughs> they like. They think Blake Bortles is one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Oh, yeah. It's like it, <laughs> he would be knighted. Yeah. Perloff, maybe not so much. A game-winning 36.576-meter field goal. Catch the there fever. There you go. Love the ring. Just rolls off the top. Uh, yeah, that's got a, quite a ring Did the to Saints it. lose a game on a doink, by the way? This, we were talking about the double London. doink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah Andy's yeah. first start of the season, right? Oh, boy, this is some ugly football. I mean, Thursday Night Football, it, there's so many valid reasons to get rid of it, but I would feel so empty in my life if I didn't have some bizarre kind of like cults, Broncos. Like, we need this. Don't get me wrong. I complain about it. I really don't want it to go anywhere. Oh, yeah, Please yeah. Please stay. Yeah, 100%. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. See you guys on the phones. Are you with me? Cowboys are on a rocket ship with Dak Prescott back. Are you with Perloff? Same old team, not going to go up a tick. Basically the same thing you had from last season, which was a disappointment. Coming up, we will talk to Chris Nowinski, founder and CEO of the Concussion Legacy Foundation. Looks like Tua's going to start on Sunday. Yikes. Chris is going to join us next. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff. CBS Sports Radio, CBS Sports Network, Sirius XM Channel 158, and the free Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. 
That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This season, for the first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, the International Series, holiday triple headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. All sponsored by AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. It's time to say goodnight to that check engine light with the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. It'll help troubleshoot the likely cause of your light for free. Restrictions in the ply. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Now we are a few weeks removed. It was Thursday, September 29th, when Tua Tungavailoa suffered a concussion on Thursday Night Football yep. in front of everybody. It became a big national story. Of course, uh, Chris Nowinski had tweeted before the game about how he was concerned about the situation with Tua because he had gotten injured the week before. Uh, I think staggered off the field after yeah. getting hit in the Bills game. Yeah. yeah, and now we find out that Tua is going to play this weekend against the Steelers. Uh, and Maggie and I wanted to call Chris back. Chris Nowinski, of course, who is a concussion expert. He's an author. He's a former football player, former WWE superstar. And I think is it really helping the public understand what's going on here? Because, you know, we cover sports and we still had so many questions. So, Chris, thank you for joining us. Uh, Maggie and I just want to start with Tua is playing this weekend. What's your reaction to the fact that he's going to be on the field? I'm not surprised he's going to be back on the field, uh, but I am just you know really concerned about how the next ten weeks are going to go for him and what that'll mean for his uh, career. Um, you know, he might if it, you know a lot. The whole reason I think that we aren't all going, what is going on here is because, you know, the Dolphins are still refusing to call September 25th a concussion, which, you know, I would stake my you know, career on um, that he had one the 25th. And so if he gets another one in the next 10 weeks, and let's remember his last two games, he got them. 
Um, he will become the first NFL player we've seen in the modern era get three diagnosed concussions in one season that I'm aware of. And the three concussions can be career-ending, but it also can be reputation-changing. And so it'll, the story may go from Tua was unlucky or Tua was mishandled to, oh, Tua's you know, concussion-prone and you know, no one's going to ever hire him as a starter again. And that's a shame that he's being put in this position. And Chris, Chris Nowinski joining us, the founder and CEO of the Concussion Legacy Foundation. He's dedicated his life to this kind of work. I mean, it, it just feels like there is, well, there is a good answer, right? When I say there's no right answer, you think there is a right answer. Don't play the rest of the season, right? I mean, I, I, would, I mean, medically, you know, no one, no one is, I mean, some people would shut you down after two these days, but most people won't. And he's not going to be showing, when he got cleared by four doctors, like that's not that big of a deal. Like if you don't have a, you know, a, a, a malformation in your brain, like there's very, and you don't have chronic headaches, there's very few things that they'll do to shut you down. So yeah, he's, um, he's just sort of caught in the spot where if I were him, I would, I would say, you know, hey, the Dolphins messed things up. No one should have two concussions and, in, in, you know, four days apart. And I'm going to take the rest of these off and come back next year for them or for somebody else, you know, with, with this all behind me. And and that would be the good thing to do strategically, but who knows how people would react and say, oh, he's quitting on the team or whatever. So he's he's between a rock and a hard place, and he's really in a no-win situation. And it's all because his his care was mishandled twice in, in very egregious ways. Chris, help me out with the time frame here. How much more vulnerable are you to suffering another concussion right after a concussion? Does it does it take 10 days and then you're less vulnerable or is every case completely different? In other words, is he at a much higher risk this week than he would have been if he hadn't had concussions in the first place? Um, yeah, he is, he is at a higher risk. I mean, it's interesting. So the, the data's hard on this because most athletes are hiding all their concussions that they can. And so every time you see a sign of a concussion where they get up slower, they hold their head, like they're doing that against every instinct because they're, they're trying to hide them because they know how much they can cost them in reputation or money, or they could, you know, their replacement could take their job. So, um, so yeah, so I, I don't know. It's um, the old studies would say you're multiple times more likely to get a concussion like the next week. If you play the next week, the new studies with modern, like being cleared by a doctor, if you're cleared there, we haven't seen that big statistical jump in getting another concussion. Um, I think the NFL data is, is like that. But I would say what, what, what we're blinded to with the NFL data is once you get one concussion this season, again, that those players know if I get two, I become a concussion case, and they will hide them. So I'll give you a for instance, and I don't want to pick on them because I don't know the whole story, but there was a, you know, a Tampa Bay tight end who had a concussion, but again, wasn't removed when he should have been. Uh, and then reported symptoms at halftime, took a week off, came back, took a hit that looked like a hit to the head, and they're calling it a neck sprain, right? Mm. And a neck sprain is not an objective diagnosis. There's no imaging to say that's definitely the thing. So there might, there might be some logic there to say, well, if we called it a concussion, like that really is going to hurt him. And so I'm not saying that's happening, but that they, I think that's the kind of stuff that has happened historically is they'll call it something else. So that players don't get that reputation for having too many concussions. Yeah, Chris Nowinski is our guest. He's the founder and CEO of the Concussion Legacy Foundation. Wanted to talk to Chris because it looks like Tua is going to start against the Steelers. And this is scary, you know, because, listen, we heard from Tua yesterday, Chris, where, and forgive me if this is a, a stupid question. I know they say there are no stupid questions, but he says he doesn't remember the 
the trip to the hospital, right? He was carted off the mm-hmm. field to the hospital. He doesn't remember. Does that mean his concussion was more severe, or do you not like that language of more or less severe? Like, when you hear him no. say he couldn't remember, what is, what is going through your mind? Yeah, the historical grading systems would say amnesia makes it more severe. These days, it, that's, it's less popular to do that, but the reality is, yeah, that, that, it does mean that your brain was really seriously malfunctioning if it couldn't lay down new memories for a period of time. So I think you have to respect the amnesia as a serious concussion symptom. Um, yeah, but that, that, that is, that's a fair question. Basically, they say now don't grade it until the person's completely recovered. So honestly, in fact, only missed a couple games and he was asymptomatic quickly. Well, people would call this a mild concussion, but I think that would be... Um, you know, a mistake. Yeah. I, to me, uh, the image that is lasting is the fencer's pose when his fingers um, went into, and I actually saw some pictures where his fingers looked funny after the hit he got in the game before. I, I've seen a lot of reporting uh, that people are angry that they're not calling that a concussion when Matt Milano pushed them. Is there any way to go back? And I mean, is the team allowed to go back or are they supposed to go back and say, listen, we admit that's a concussion when, you keep saying that, and everyone says that. Are they just going to be adamant about that, Chris, or is there any chance that they admit, hey, we screwed it up? No, I mean, I think the legal, uh, what could happen legally if they now say they screwed up. Like, they basically had a window for like a day or two to say, oh, we missed it. And then after that, especially once he got hurt in the second match, there, you know, in the second game he, that he shouldn't have been out for, they'll never say he had a concussion. But I was, I was thinking about this because, you know, last night there was a bad concussion of a pro wrestling match that we commented on where they actually stopped. They re- I'm going to go on a little bit tangent here, but quickly with pro wrestling, because pro wrestling, you're supposed to look concussed all the time, right? Every punch right. to the head, you're wobbling, you're shaking it. your head. Yeah. It's, it's concussion theater, right? Yeah. And so this guy got hurt, and the ref, we've trained the referee, and I, do the, I help train them, to spot when it's a real concussion versus the fake concussions. And he spotted it, they got the doctor in, and they dealt with it perfectly. When Tua got hit that first time, part of the reason I'm so certain it was a concussion is because he did the, all the pro wrestling concussion moves. He shook his head, he grabbed his head, he took wobbly steps. He, he did a, basically a Ric Flair for the wrestling fans out there. He did a Ric Flair bump. Like, it, he didn't mean to do any of those things, right? And so, uh, yeah, so it, it's sort of an interesting, like, the fact that, you know, the actors are getting diagnosed with concussions and the guys who are actually getting them aren't is, is, is sort of a weird world we're in right now. Yeah, it's almost, yeah, you said, like, concussion theater. It's almost like textbook, right? Like you'd be selling it to yeah. a crowd of 10,000 people or something like that. Uh, Chris, my last one for you is you had mentioned it, and I was going to ask you about it, the four doctors that Tua reportedly saw and basically got cleared by all of them and got cleared by the team doctor, and you said if he's not having symptoms, you know, there's there's really nothing they could do to keep him out. Where are we with the technology of, like, trying to make these tests better so that you can you don't have to wait to know how bad the concussion was or the long-term effects? Are we anywhere close to maybe being able to diagnose, like, in real time, just how bad these are? Not real time, but within a day or two. And to, to help with prognosis or predicting how long you'll be out, yes. So there's actually a ton of progress in the last few years on biomarkers. Basically, to, to put it in layman's terms in a weird way, we're picking up pieces of brain protein in your bloodstream. So you get a brain injury, neurons are falling apart, it goes through the blood-brain barrier, gets in your bloodstream, we draw blood, from your finger tip, and we're like, oh, your brain's in there. That means you've got Jeez. a brain injury. And the more of your brain that's in your blood, 
the longer you the longer you should uh, usually take to recover symptomatically, and therefore the longer you should be out. So that is the next that's the next thing. It won't be a sideline test because the, your brain doesn't get into your bloodstream that fast. Right. But it will be a next day or a day after test that people use to know whether they're going to put you on IR or not. And it's basically representing whether or not you have axonal damage. Yeah. So it's it's a funny funny thing. Hey Chris, last question for me. Um, it's been almost a month now. Has, has there been some progress over the last month? And progress might not be the right word. Has there been more attention paid to concussions by the league since the Tua uh, Thursday night sort of debacle? No, I mean, there's no question. I think there was some reporting on the fact they had like three or four times as many concussions diagnosed the next week. And, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, you know, was pulled for, I, I mean, I saw the film, I didn't see something that would you'd pull him, and they pulled him on the first play of the game. So I think like everyone's, theoretically on their best behavior, but then if you go to my Twitter, you'll see Don Parham Jr., who had that terrible concussion last year. I, you know, I, I noticed him getting up slow from hitting his head in the ground. They didn't evaluate him, but the next day they announced that he had a concussion. So it, it's still like, you know, it's, it, it, we're rolling the dice out there every time. Because, again, part of it is the players don't want to come out for just getting up slow, right? Because sometimes it is something else. And right. so it's really hard to do the professional thing right. Chris, can't tell you how much we appreciate your expertise here. Thank you so much for doing this. And, you know, hopefully we're not talking about this again, but we always appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Take care, guys. Good appreciate talking. it. Chris Nowinski is the founder and CEO of the Concussion Legacy Foundation. Of course, we should always be talking about it. I meant about Tua yeah, uh, I mean, and about that very acute situation. Also, he could be playing Kenny Pickett, the Steelers rookie who's coming off a concussion. I know. So, yeah, I mean – you said it. You're going to be a little uncomfortable watching Tua. I think a lot of us are. It, you know, just going to be worried because he's such a small guy. This is going to happen again. It kind of it was such an exciting Dolphin season. I know three and zero. Can we get back into it? It's kind of hard right now. This is a cloud that definitely hangs over the team. No doubt. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Coming up, one of the most entertaining athletes in sports was in action yesterday. Plus, we've got sound you have to hear from Jason Kelsey. Oh, it's so good. It's so good on Tom Brady. Not overselling it. You got to hear it. You'll do that next. Time for a CBS Sports update. Here's Rich Ackerman. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy. The tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. If you miss Chris Nowinski, who just joined us, he's the founder and CEO of the Concussion Legacy Foundation, talking about Tua, who's going to be playing this week against the Pittsburgh Steelers. You can always download the Maggie and Perloff podcast. It's a great way to catch up on the show, all the things you might have missed. Okay, this one we have to get to. So we all saw Tom Brady just totally eviscerating his offensive line last week. This would have been, Perloff, if you're keeping track, 
post Robert Kraft secret wedding, yeah. pre <laughs> triple digit zeros you lose to the Pittsburgh Steelers on the road. Uh, he was reaming out the offensive line. So here's Robert Hainsey, who plays on that offensive line for the Bucks, describing why this was a good thing. Everyone can call it what they wanted, but I want nothing more. I want nothing else in the quarterback than that, than the guy who's who's willing to tell us what we need to do and step up. And he's just sit over there and not get us going and not try to help us, he wouldn't be who he is today. So I love that from him. I know we all love that from him. It might look weird on TV, but that's football, and that's a, it's a team sport, and that's what you want from great teammates and great leaders, and he's the best there is. I mean, that's so Hainsy. <laughs> he would say that. Hainsy. <laughs> Haines sounds like his name is Haines, and we call him Hainsy. Yeah, I know. But his name is Hainsy, just so everyone is clear. <laughs> that, that sounds like a network sit- sitcom. Yeah. That's so Hainsy. Yeah. <laughs> we follow around a Bucks left tackle or right tackle, whatever. <laughs> uh, okay, so that was Robert Hainsy. And you know what? I almost believed it. I almost believed what he was saying. I'm like, you know what? Maybe he's got a point. When when Tom Brady's ripping into you, at least it's not Tom Brady sulking in the corner or quarterback sulking. You know, at least it shows that he cares. I almost bought it until I heard from Jason Kelsey. Of course, Kelsey, the Pro Bowl center, who basically told us what the offensive linemen are really thinking. Tom yells at me, I'm probably not going to say nothing neither. But playing O-line's hard. If there's one thing I do not like, it is quarterbacks getting into offensive linemen. Like, bro, I am doing the best I can, brother. (laughs) Get the f*** up out of my face. (laughs) I will put you in that trash can over there if you don't shut the f*** up. The last thing I want is a mother that can't get hit or it's called roughing the passer to come up to me and tell me how to wrestle somebody every play. (laughs) Get the f*** out of here. Ooh. <laughs> a lot of beeps in there. Wow. <laughs> and of course, that was the uh, New Heights with Jason and Travis Kelsey podcast. It's so good. Of course, that's what all these offensive linemen are thinking. You don't even get hit back there, Tom. We're the yeah. one who I would basically have to sumo wrestle this guy. Well, okay. Jason Kelsey talks a tough game when he's uh, He did admit he would never yell at Tom Brady. Tom Brady could yeah, do whatever he, he wants. He said, wants. I probably wouldn't say anything yet. Yeah. Jason Kelly, nobody, no offensive lineman saying something to their quarterback. Jason Kelly, first of all, he's 34. He's the most tenured lineman there is, and he's saying that. No way. <laughs> he, you say that when you're on a podcast. The offensive line, what are you going to do? If you let up a sack, you're screwed. You have to let the quarterback yell at you, right? In, re- in real life. <laughs> I guess, but I thought I thought sacks are quarterbacks that. I thought that's not uh, hanging on to the ball too long. But, I mean, we all know. Unless you're Russell Wilson getting sacked by someone completely unblocked. <laughs> if you're an offensive lineman and you get turnstiled, basically, and your quarterback yells, at, what are you going to yell back? But you just got beat. It's kind of hard. I think it's a tricky spot for a lineman. I, I bet you they're thinking that, but I don't <laughs> think a lot of them really have the guts to say it. I will stuff you in a garbage can. Now, that <laughs> that's the kind of sound I'm here yeah, for. Yeah, but do you really think... Uh, you think can you that says like oh I'm gonna you know have you ever been in that position where you're really mad and you make a speech in your head you're like yes. I'm gonna go get that guy yes. and, and I, then the you situation know where comes I do that? yeah I'm oh, sorry continue I'm sorry. yeah the situation comes up and you just say oh yep and you say nothing and you walk away I've done that a million times okay I'm I'm sorry to bring this up but you know the place where I do that the most where is that in the shower. Oh, where you have your, you, you finally even the score in the shower? <laughs> finally, I like have the yeah. dialogue back and forth. And like, you know, my husband calls the bathroom, like, were you talking to me? I'm like, <laughs> no, no, I was just talking to myself in here. Just, I don't know, workshopping revenge fantasies and things like that. <laughs> Wait, did they ever play out? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I never get a jerk store moment. Never gotten one. Oh, I know. man. Not that I can recall. I think I'd remember if I... Has anyone ever... Do you? Does anyone get the perfect revenge? No. No. Nah. Yeah. 
Wait, if does anybody here do they think if you were an offensive lineman and let's take Tom Brady out of it, a say you had a Kirk Cousins yell at you, are you gonna and you really of course your initial reaction is I want to stuff you in a garbage can? <laughs> yeah. Would you actually say would, something? Would back? you say something to your teammate when the teammate quarterback or say it was a boss or somebody who's in a position of authority over you and unfairly criticizes yeah. you? Do you have the guts to say anything? Because I don't. I will be the first <laughs> to admit it. Um, depends. Is it really my fault or is it not my fault? If well, it's not my fault, if it's like, they hey, think they it's your fault. Get rid of the ball quicker. Yeah, but I, I mean, mean, can often, I not say that? Is that but being most offensive linemen do get beat on every third play? So <laughs> the odds are you probably got yeah, got they're like whooped. baseball players. It's yeah, really, you probably it's got failure. Yeah, you block Micah Parsons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Say it was well, un- that's a good comeback. You'd be like, you block Micah Parsons. Say it was unfair. Say your quarterback yeah. held on to the ball too long. Would you say something? If it was really unfair, I'd like to think I would stand up for myself. But this would probably be a revenge thing I'd play out in the shower later on, where I'm just like, no, you block him. I don't know. I'm like shampooing. I- I feel like part of being a football sorry, team TMI? is you have to build the quarterback's confidence. Say, oh, I'm sorry, Kirk, that was on me, right? I, I mean, there's know. definitely heat of the moment sideline stuff that you know guys just you know we see it all the time. Like, oh, heat of the moment, they're just being you know passionate. But we always see these guys fighting on sidelines, yelling at each yeah. other. Wide receivers, especially defensive linemen, do it a lot. Corners. I don't really see a lot of old linemen just there's like a- getting into verbal altercations or like pushing altercations on the sideline. They seem to be more reserved when it comes to getting off the field. Well, they understand also the where they they're the probably one of the most important positions on the field, but they're also the most right. anonymous. So, so it probably creeps into it when they're being yelled at. There's a there is a great clip out there. I'm not expecting you to have it right now, but just off the top of my head that Jeff Saturday at one point gives it back to Peyton Manning. Mm. This went viral a couple of weeks ago, but don't worry about it, Stu. We'll find another time. But he did give it back yeah. to Peyton Manning. I mean, Saturday and Kelsey are both multi-time yes, all Yes, right, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys. But Hainsey, <laughs> Hainsey's got no right. Jason Kelsey, <laughs> yes. Jason Kelsey played there. it perfectly. Like I said, I almost believed him. Yeah, uh, no, no, no. But even if Hainsey was furious, Hainsey's not saying anything back to Tom Brady. <laughs> yes. Can you imagine if Robert Hainsey, had, I said Robert, I don't even remember anymore. Yeah, if Robert Hainsey <laughs> had stood up and said, Tom, if you say one more thing, we're going to take you out. Go. I will put you in that trash can over there. Yeah. How many people do you think Jason Kelsey is stuffed into a locker when he was in high school? Hell yeah. He's like a, that could be like out of central casting high school. Oh. I will put you in a locker. Meanwhile, I will put you in that trash can <laughs> over there. It's flashbacks when I got stuffed into a box. Right. Oh, yeah. Who did that? Meanwhile, off. Travis Kelsey looks like Channing. Didn't have to push him over. You ever see Channing Tatum in uh, J- J- 21 Jump Street? I know you haven't seen that movie. It's I a know. great movie. Have you guys seen that one? It's a comedy no. making fun of the old show. And Channing Tatum is the star football player who's like 30 years old and goes back to high school. That's Travis Kelsey. I mean, is there any... Ch- Travis, oh, Travis Kelsey, yeah. Travis Kelsey lives a charm life. He but the really down... funny thing is he goes back to high school and things are completely different for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. you have seen it, yeah. Yeah, of course. Oh, in the movie. He goes, he goes back to so like now in modern day schools, he's like the bully football player and they're all like... That doesn't work anymore. You, yeah. can't, you can't be a bully anymore. You can't, like, push around the nerds. Yeah. No, no nerds you, are cool now. Yeah, you have to acknowledge diversity at all yeah, times. Yeah, it, was, it was really funny. But doesn't Travis Kelsey look like he's the big man on campus? If you had Yes. To, and Jason I think he the, and Jason together were probably stuffing guys in lockers, like, every other day. No, I think Travis was too busy dating women to actually... <laughs> I don't think he had to bully. I think Jason was the bully. Do you remember when Travis Kelsey was on a dating show? Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> I remember. It's like, I'm... You... You don't need help finding a woman. But Jesse Palmer was the bachelor. I know. Jesse like, Palmer is gorgeous. I'm allowed to say that. I know, but Jesse that. Palmer was doing that, I think, to get to a next level of fame. I don't think Travis Kelsey needs a next level of fame. Everyone knows yeah. who he is. 
Yeah, well, maybe because he was on that dating show. He, he kind <laughs> yeah. of crossed over. Travis Kelsey I think was... the Super Bowl did it. I don't know. I think that was before the Super Bowl, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. But anyway, Travis anyway. Kelsey was... I, I don't know. He he kind of needed that. He's a star, but is he a big star? I don't know yes. what you're putting. Yes, Travis Kelsey's a huge star. Okay. I mean... He's not Gronk. No, he's not Gronk, but he could be. He's like yeah. a notch, like a like a light notch down. We're arguing about Travis Kelsey's fame. I yes, mean, yeah, I think okay. he's really famous. I, just to get back, I think Jason was the bully in high school, probably. I mean, if you're an NFL center, odds are you were stuffing. I mean, that's the tough guy position of all tough guy positions. See, I see the other way. Yeah. I think that Jason Kelsey was the football player who secretly wanted to be in the school play. And if this was a teen movie, yeah. he would like run to the play still yeah. in his football uniform and like go out there and do it. You know, I could see that. Maybe there's some kind of storyline in American Pie. See, I think Travis was was too busy. To, I don't think Travis even like acknowledged nerds to beat up like me. He might have copied <laughs> him off my bathroom. But I don't think Travis was a bully. I don't know why I'm basing that on. I don't know. We're going to we have to ask him someday. Yeah. Um, but he will stuff Tom Brady in a garbage can. I will put you in that <laughs> trash can over there. Oh, if only it were true. Oh, man. Jalen Hurts would never yell at Jason Kelsey. I don't think Jalen Hurts yells at anybody. No, no, he definitely does not. There's no way. No. He politely says, excuse me, sir, can you block better for me? That's how he would say it. <laughs> He'd be like, He's no, so no, it's nice. on me. I'll run. Yeah, yeah. Don't He's even like, worry about it. He, he comes across as the most polite person. He's like, I understand you didn't block there, but why don't we go Tuesday and we'll do a charity event and we'll discuss <laughs> it. I mean, I don't even know if that's what Jalen Hurts is really like, but that's the public perception right now. All the features I see on him are just glowing. No, he like pulls the guy over after the game. It's like, hey, man, just want to do this in private, but uh, you missed that block over there, but it's going to be all right. Yeah, I don't even know if Jalen Hurts says that much. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, probably not. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Okay, coming up, we're going to get into it about everything Green Bay Packers and also a little Nebraska football. I'm on green, four-time pro bowler, still the Packers' all-time leading rusher. He's going to join us next in studio. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff straight ahead. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Check your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.